I once heard that the difference between the woods and a forest is that a forest has wolves. My first thought was then, take me to the forest. I don't know what it is about the idea of darkness and winding canopies of trees, but I can't help but feel a deep connection to the forest and to the creatures that reside there. A friend mentioned to me once that it's my shadow work, an imaginal space where I can work out my inner fears, fight monsters of my own making, and come out the other side more whole. After every exploration of myths, legends, and my own fiction, I feel one step closer to not just wandering through that dark canopy, but taking up residence there. I'm always walking, observing, or running from something when I'm there. But one day I'll conquer the proverbial monster and settle there in a warm, cozy cabin deep amid the monsters whom I would then call friends. But this isn't a story about my shadow work or my creative connection to the forest. It's about a wolf, rumored to be larger than any wolf, with piercing eyes and white fur as pure as the driven snow. Next time you're snuggled warm in your home in the dead of winter, and you hear a howl in the distance, it may not be the neighbor's dog. It may just be the winter wolf. I'm Vanessa K. Eccles, and this is Fabled. The sleepy village of Wicked Briar Hollow lay deep in the heart of a snowy forest, where moonlight danced upon sparkling icy branches. It was a place frozen in time, where dark evergreens whispered ancient secrets, and the wind swirled with the magic of forgotten lore. The villagers were hardy and robust, wrapped in furs and wool. On one bitterly cold night, they huddled around the crackling fire. A young girl named Wynn, with bright starry blue eyes and hair as long and dark as a raven's wings, sat near the fire in the tavern, the town's gathering place. She was known throughout Wicked Briar Hollow for her curious nature and fearless spirit. She enjoyed long walks amongst the forest's edge, always dreaming of exploring the shadowy depths that lay beyond. That evening, the villagers gathered in the great hall, their voices a symphony of laughter and merriment. The oldest of them, Wicked Briar Hollow's wise man, asked for their attention. Though soft, with the frailty of old age, his voice carried the wisdom and weight of ages. My neighbors, I would like to share with you a story, he began, his eyes burning like embers in the firelight. Tonight, I shall share the tale of the winter wolf. The crowd quieted, and he began the story of the winter wolf. 
He spoke of how the winter wolf was a legend, as old as any about a phantom creature said to roam the forest during the coldest, darkest nights of winter. Some believe it to be the guardian of the woods, while others believe it to be an evil spirit, a harbinger of death. Wynne leaned forward. Her interest peaked with excitement and a tinge of fear. The wise man's voice seemed to weave a spell with the crackling fire casting eerie shadows dancing like spirits on the walls. As the story unfolded, Wynne's imagination painted vivid images of the winter wolf. With its fur white as snow and its eyes glimmering like the flickering colors of the northern lights, dancing with shades of purple and green. Little did Wynne know, her life was about to become interwoven with the legend, taking her to a place where reality and folklore blur, and a realm of enchantment and unseen dangers threaten the core of who she is. As the wise men's story ended, a haunting mystery hovered in Wynne's mind. Her thoughts were ablaze with images of the winter wolf. That night, she lay in her bed, buried under a patchwork quilt as the wind howled a mournful song, and her thoughts stirred the embers of her adventurous nature. She made a vow to herself, beneath the watchful eyes of the moon, that she would find the winter wolf to see for herself what was true about the wise man's tale. Under the faded periwinkle sky, Wynne set out on her mission the following day. She wore a deep green cloak, as green as the pine needles that carpeted the forest floor, and her best boots lined with the softest rabbit fur. Her mother, always encouraging her daughter's curiosity, gave Wynne a small satchel filled with provisions and a tightly bound flask of warm tea. As she ventured into the forest, the trees stood like silent sentinels of long-beheld secrets, their branches heavy with snow. The world around her was a tapestry of white and shadow, untouched and serene. Wind's heart thumped in her chest with every step, her breath forming little clouds of mist in the crisp air. The deeper Wynne went into the forest, the more it seemed to change. The trees grew taller, their trunks vast and ancient, their branches intertwining overhead, forming a canopy that dimmed the daylight to a twilight haze. Whispers seemed to drift on the wind, and Wynne couldn't shake the feeling that she was being watched by something unseen. A thick fog rolled in as twilight approached, shrouding the forest in a ghostly veil. Wind's path became uncertain, the familiar landmarks of the forest swallowed by the mist. She felt a twinge of fear, wondering if she had wandered too far, and became lost in the labyrinth of trees and shadows. It was then that she heard a low, mournful howl that etched through the trees, stirring the leaves and sending a shiver down her spine. The sound was both terrifying and mesmerizing, and Wynne knew in her heart that it was the call of the winter wolf. Drawn by a force she couldn't explain, 
she followed the haunting melody deeper into the heart of the forest. The fog grew denser, the world around her a blur of white and gray. Then, in a clearing bathed in the moon's ethereal glow, she saw it, the winter wolf. It was a creature of otherworldly beauty, its fur shimmering like freshly fallen snow, its eyes two glowing orbs in the darkness. Wind stood frozen, her eyes locked with the wolf's. At that moment, the world seemed to hold its breath, the forest silent but for the beating of her heart. The winter wolf regarded her with a gaze that pierced her soul, an ancient and knowing look. Fear battled with wonder within her as she stood at the threshold of a world shrouded in myth and magic. The winter wolf, the guardian of the forest, the subject of countless tales, was now a reality before her, its presence both daunting and awe-inspiring. Wynne's journey had led her to this moment, a meeting of two worlds, human and wild, that would forever change the course of her destiny. In the heart of the forest, under the moon's watchful eye, a new chapter of her life was about to begin, woven with the threads of legend and the whispers of the winter wolf. In the ethereal moonlight, Wynne and the winter wolf stood motionless, their gaze locked in a silent communion. The wolf's eyes, deep pools of luminescent blue, seemed to peer into the depths of Wynne's soul, understanding her fears, dreams, and unspoken questions. Then, as if breaking the spell, the winter wolf turned and began to move gracefully through the forest. Wynne, driven by a mixture of awe and an unexplainable trust, followed. The wolf led her through the mist, its white fur a ghostly beacon in the shadowy woods. As they journeyed deeper into the heart of the forest, the scenery around Wynne transformed. Trees twisted into fantastical shapes, their branches heavy with shimmering icicles that tinkled like glass chimes in the gentle winds. The snow underfoot sparkled with a thousand colors as if the stars themselves had descended to rest upon the earth. Suddenly, the ground beneath wind's feet gave way, and she slid down a hidden slope. Tumbling through a cascade of snow and ice, she landed in a cavern with an otherworldly light. Stalactites of ice hung from the ceiling like crystal chandeliers, casting colorful reflections on the walls. Wind's heart pounded in her chest, a mix of fear and exhilaration coursing through her veins. She looked around for the winter wolf, but it was nowhere to be seen. A sense of isolation crept over her, realizing she was alone in this underground wonderland. As she explored the cavern, her eyes adjusted to the dim light, and she noticed intricate patterns etched onto the ice, symbols that seemed ancient and arcane. The air was filled with a whispering sound, as if the ice was speaking in hushed tones. 
Wynne's attention was suddenly drawn to a figure emerging from the shadows. It was a woman, ethereal and radiant, her hair flowing like liquid silver, her eyes reflecting the night stars. She was the Ice Queen, guardian of the Winter Realm, a being of legend just like the Winter Wolf. The Ice Queen spoke in a voice that was both melodic and chilling. You have ventured far, young one, she said, her words hanging in the air like frost. The path you tread is fraught with peril, but also filled with wonder. You seek the Winter Wolf, but what you truly seek lies within you. Wynne listened, her heart racing as the Ice Queen revealed the secrets of the Winter Wolf, a guardian spirit, a protector of the balance between the natural world and the realm of the humans. The wolf had sensed Wynne's pure heart and genuine respect for nature, and chosen her for a greater purpose than she had ever imagined. As the Ice Queen's words echoed through the cavern, Wynne felt a transformation within herself, a sense of connection to the world around her, an understanding of the delicate web of life that bound all living things. The cavern began to fade, and Wynne found herself again in the moonlit forest, the winter wolf by her side. It was as if the encounter with the Ice Queen had been a dream, yet the knowledge she had gained was actual, pulsing within her like a newfound power. Together, Wynne and the Winter Wolf continued their journey through the night, the forest alive with magic and mystery. Wynne knew now that her adventure was beginning, a journey of discovery, transformation, and a newfound guardianship over the secrets of the winter woods. In the heart of the forest, under the watchful gaze of the moon, Wynne walked with the winter wolf, stepping into a world where legend and reality intertwined, where every step was a dance with the mystical, and every breath a whisper of the ancient and the unseen. As Wynne and the winter wolf ventured onward, the moon climbed higher in the sky, casting its silvery glow over the snow-blanketed forest. Like ancient guardians, the trees watched over them, their branches creaking softly in the winter breeze. The air was crisp and clear, filled with the scent of pine and the distant echo of the Ice Queen's words. The Winter Wolf's pace was steady and sure, leading wind through the labyrinth of forest with a mysterious and profound purpose. The deeper they went, the more wind felt a change within her. She began to notice things she had never seen before. The subtle language of the forest, the whispers of the trees, and the soft footfalls of creatures hidden in the shadows. Suddenly, the winter wolf stopped, its ears perked and nose twitching. Wind halted, holding her breath and listened. There was a faint sound, like the rustling of leaves, but with a rhythm that suggested something more. The sound grew louder, and from the shadows emerged a procession of ethereal beings, the spirits of the forest. They were like nothing Wynne had ever seen, their forms shimmering and fluid, 
a blend of animal and human, adorned with garlands of frost-covered leaves and berries. Their eyes glowed softly in the moonlight, and they moved with a beautiful and haunting grace. The winter wolf bowed its head in reverence, and the spirits gathered around when, their touch as light as a snowflake, their voices a chorus of whispers. They spoke of the ancient pact between the forest and the village, a bond forged in times long past, now forgotten by the humans, but remembered by the wild. Wynne listened, her heart full of wonder and sorrow. She understood now the responsibility that lay upon her shoulders, to be the bridge between her people and the wild, to restore the harmony that had been lost. The spirits bestowed upon Wynne a gift, a crystal pendant glowing with an inner light, a symbol of her newfound connection to the forest. As they faded back into the shadows, Wynne felt a sense of unity with the world around her, a bond that transcended words. With the first light of dawn tinting the sky in hues of pink and gold, Wynne and the winter wolf emerged from the forest. The village was still asleep, its inhabitants unaware of the magical journey that had unfolded in the heart of the night. Wynne knew her life would never be the same. She had ventured into the realm of legend and emerged with a deeper understanding of the world. With the winter wolf at her side, she would share the stories of the forest, rekindle the ancient bond between her people and the wild, and protect the delicate balance of nature. As the sun rose over Wicked Briar Hollow, casting its golden light upon the snow-covered roofs, Wynne stood at the edge of the village, a figure transformed. She was no longer just a curious girl from the village. She was a guardian, a keeper of ancient secrets, a bridge between the human world and the mystical realm of the Winter Wolf. In the shadowy realm of folklore, where myths and legends whisper secrets of ancient times, there lies a creature as mysterious as winter itself, the Winter Wolf. Lurking in the folklore of Northern European and North American cultures dating all the way back to the Romans, this spectral being is not just a figment of imagination, but a symbol deeply rooted in the wintry essence of nature. In the story, I think you can picture it, a vast, silent forest blanketed in snow under the ghostly glow of a full moon. And it's here, amidst the frozen landscape, that the winter wolf roams, with its colossal stature towering over the regular wolves and fur as white as the untouched snow, it is both a majestic and eerie sight. The eyes of the winter wolf, piercing blue or icy gray, seem to hold the very essence of winter within their depths, reflecting the stark beauty and the unyielding harshness of the season. As a howling wind weaves through the trees, carrying with it the chill of forgotten tales, the winter wolf emerges as a guardian of the winter wilderness, embodying the dual nature of this frigid season. To some, it is a menacing specter, a harbinger of the perils that lie within the heart of the untamed winter. 
To others, it is a protective spirit, a guide through the blinding storms, a symbol of endurance and survival in the face of nature's relentless force. So let's delve into the shadows of folklore, unearthing the tales of the winter wolf. Let's explore the mysterious allure of this mythical creature, a figure woven into the fabric of wintry legends, a reminder of the power, beauty, and mystery that winter holds. There's a dual nature about the winter wolf. In the eerie tapestry of winter folklore, the winter wolf stands as a creature of profound paradox, embodying the dual aspects of nature's most formidable season. More than a mere beast, this spectral wolf is a symbol carved into the very ice and snow that define the winter wilderness. In one aspect of its legend, the winter wolf embodies winter's merciless side. Its howl, a chilling echo through the frost-bitten forests, serves as a dire warning to those who dare to traverse the winter landscape unprepared. In tales told beside flickering fires, the wolf is often depicted as a predator, its ghostly form stalking through the snow, eyes glinting with cold, predatory intelligence. It is the personification of the dangerous, untamed wilderness, a reminder of the dangers lurking in the seemingly serene beauty of the snow-covered world. Yet in the same breath that speaks of fear, there are whispers of reverence, in another facet of its legend, the winter wolf is seen as a guardian of the winter realms. This aspect portrays the wolf not as a threat, but as a noble protector, ensuring the balance and survival of life during the harsh winter months. In some stories, the winter wolf emerges as a guide, leading lost souls through blizzards to safety, its bright fur a beacon in the whiteout. This duality highlights the wolf's role as a symbol of resilience and endurance, embodying nature's protective and guiding forces, even amidst its most severe expression. In its duality, the winter wolf becomes a powerful metaphor for the winter season itself. It represents the balance of nature, the beauty and the danger, the tranquility and the peril. The wolf's dual nature in folklore mirrors the dual nature of winter, a season that can be both deadly and breathtakingly beautiful, a time of rest and harsh survival. In the hush of a snowy night, the legend of the winter wolf continues to captivate and terrify, a reminder of the ancient respect and fear that humanity holds for the natural world. It is a creature born from the heart of winter's deepest mysteries, a symbol etched in ice and shadow, forever roaming the boundary between awe and dread. Whether harrowing or heroic, the stories of the winter wolf often carry more profound meanings. They are tales of respect for nature, of understanding its dual nature of beauty and danger. The winter wolf symbolizes the respect and caution one must have for the natural world, especially during the unforgiving winter months. It's a reminder that elements are beyond human control in the cycle of nature, and wisdom lies in acknowledging and respecting these forces. Through these stories and legends, the winter wolf transcends the bounds of a mere mythical creature, 
It becomes an echo in the snowy wilderness, a character woven into the cultural fabric of the societies that birthed its legend. As the winter wind howls outside and the night grows deeper, the tales of the winter wolf continue to resonate, a haunting blend of fear, respect, and awe for the wild and wondrous world of nature. So, I invite you to ponder these ancient tales and look into the winter night. Who knows, amidst the dance of the snowflakes and the whispering of the wind, you might feel the presence of the winter wolf watching over the silent, snowy expanse. Fabled is produced by me, Vanessa K. Eccles. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you would please share it with a friend, someone else you think would enjoy it as well. And if you're feeling especially generous, a star rating or review would be so wonderful. I thank you all for listening, as always. See you next time.